You know, I haven't always had the financial freedom that I have today. And the only reason that I'm able to enjoy my success without the constant overwhelm and worry that comes with money stress is because of my subconscious healing of the money blocks that once held me back, along with my awakening to the true abundance and power within to manifest my financial freedom. It's been a long road. Countless books have been read, years of daily meditation, and endless searching, discovering, and reprogramming. Becoming awake to the greatness within gave me the power to manifest the wealth, health, and loving relationships I desired most. But most importantly, it gave me the power to be unstoppable. It gave me my peace and a connection to a love I didn't know existed. Whatever you're facing today, know that you have more magic inside of you than there is in the entire galaxy. And if you're ready to discover this magic for yourself, it's time for us to get to know each other. Wealth is your birthright. And I believe this so deeply that I felt a call to create a masterclass that unveils the language of money energetics. This is exactly what has allowed me to experience prosperity in my own life, as well as countless others. And they don't teach this in school. And sadly, most caregivers aren't aware of it either. It's the language of the rich, and I'm offering it to you. You see, when you're financially free, you worry less, and you show up with raw authenticity. You can be more present and loving with the people in your life. You create a bigger impact in the world, and you experience all that life has to offer you. Believe me when I say that there's more than enough to go around. And when you align with abundance, it helps others find their way too. Now, the good news is, is that where you are today is not the end of the story. It's only a point on the map. It's time that you discover the truth for yourself. Become the money magnet that you're born to be. So I have one question. Are you ready to attract money with ease as you watch your bank account grow? If so, go to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet, and I'll guide you through your limitations and into the unlimited possibilities that come with financial freedom and peace. Become a money magnet and finally experience the freedom and joy of life. Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. What I know beyond a shadow of a doubt is that you have a voice that deserves to be heard and you deserve to be seen. In a world full of highlights and people showing up to please others and putting on a front to show their best 
And there's so much noise, whether it's from the news, the government, from the conversations you have with your friends and your family. There's so many opinions and voices swirling around. And we are more connected to each other today than we ever have been throughout history. Some would say that our brains are actually not meant to take on all of this data and information all at once, but I guess that's evolution. (laughs) And so I know that you're here today because you are seeking to understand your voice, to find your voice, and to be seen, whether it's for your business, for your relationship, or for yourself to create a bigger impact here on this planet. And I want you to know that you are valid in knowing deep within that you do have a purpose here, that you do have a voice. And the other thing I want you to know before we dive in is that you don't need to find it. You already are it. (laughs) Really and truly finding your voice is about peeling away the layers that have been blinding you from your truth so that you can feel safe and know that you belong and begin to rise up in your boldness to be seen so that you can do what you are here to do. And let me tell you, what you're here to do, it matters. It matters so much. So I want you to get present with me, take this conversation seriously because you matter. Roll your shoulders up and back, relax your jaw, relax your forehead, relax your belly, take a deep breath, and just come into this moment. We're going to have a really loving and joyful conversation, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I know for me, I will share throughout our conversation, of course, my own journey, but finding my voice has really been an evolution. It's the best way that I can describe it. Honestly, I love the word evolving. I think it's such a beautiful way to express our journey in this life. We're constantly changing and shifting our perspective through our experiences, through the things that we're exposed to. We are evolving into new beings each and every single day. There's no point in which you remain the same. I know you can look back in your life and say, man, I wouldn't have done that if I went back. Or, man, I wish I would have thought of this action back then. That would have made a huge difference in my life. But you are not that person. That was you in a different point of consciousness. That was your evolution. And who you are today is a part of that evolution. And so for me, I know that there have been many times where I found this glimpse of truth, this intuitive knowing of the next step. Maybe it was a dream within my heart and I followed, but whatever it was, it was the next step. And I think so often we want to see this clear, big picture and to know with clarity and certainty, but I think what's most important is not the whole enchilada, it's just the next step. It's to know what am I here to do next? And when you trust and when you follow, you begin to take that journey of evolution. And there is no wrong decision that you can make. Regardless of what you decide in your life, you will receive the experience that you need in order for the wisdom of that next chapter. All right. So let's dive in. Let's talk about this. It's like I said, for me, finding my voice at first, I knew I wanted to be a photographer. 
that was my voice. That was my purpose. But as I began to coach female entrepreneurs, as I began to speak on stage and I began to share more and experience more with people desiring success, as I began to really understand, okay, strategy matters, yes, but the energy behind the strategy is actually what's making the difference between those that are succeeding and those that are not, that began to build within me a new truth, a new voice. And so my evolution has been expansive and ongoing. I'm going to share with you what I have learned in this journey and what I have seen others experience in the journey of finding their own voice and being seen. You know, this comes up in business a lot, especially if your business is being shared on social media. It also comes up in relationships. When you are with someone you love or just a friend, whatever the case may be, maybe it's your mom or a parent, a caregiver, a loved one, a child, finding your voice and knowing where you stand with certainty and having boldness to show up and be seen, that certainly affects your relationships, I would say. It shows up when you are finding your passion and your purpose and the path that you choose for yourself. And it shows up in the feelings you experience each and every single day. So where does your voice actually come from? Well, it is your experiences. It's your perspective, your opinion. It's the beliefs that come from your life story. It's how you see yourself and the world. And in order to find your voice... Okay, I think it's so important to just go back for a moment to being a child and thinking about what it felt like to be the little kid. If you can remember just wanting to play. And of course, we all have memories in our childhood that are not positive, that were traumatic for us. And so I honor and give space to those experiences. But right now I'm talking about the moments that were joyful, where you had the freedom to play and to laugh and to giggle. You were tickling a friend or you were looking in the mirror and playing make-believe. What did that feel like? That freedom to just feel and to be in the moment. For me, I remember I had a friend named Michelle and we called ourselves Eminem and we would sing and we got these boxes. I would have my parents sit down and you know, I would have these boxes in the living room and we'd stand on the boxes and we'd sing and we'd perform, you know. I also remember another memory. I had these dolls and like I wrote there because, you know, I was an only child growing up, although I have four sisters and I did have two brothers that passed. But if you know my story, they were, you know, in their 20s and 30s when I came into the world. So I experienced my childhood as an only child. And, you know, I had these dolls. I wrote their names on them and I had this roll book where I would call out their names and pretend to be the teacher, you know? And of course, my mom was so mad whenever she found out I wrote the names on their heads because they put their money into that. <laughs> but I just remember that joyful freedom that I gave myself. It wasn't about what anyone gave me. It was just about the imagination, the playfulness, the beingness. And I think not only in your childhood, but who you are today, if you can think about how it feels to be you, you are not the body. The ego gets so attached to the identity. We are eternal beings having a human experience. And oftentimes when we're attached to the identity here on this planet, here in this life, 
we begin to forget our power. We forget how incredibly magical and intelligent we are. We are life itself. And so if you can just connect with this feeling that is you, and it might be easier to think of someone that you love, that you know very intimately, if you can connect with the feeling of that person, because what you love about them isn't necessarily the characteristics or, I mean, if I'm talking like not three months in, you know, you know, got the romance going, I'm talking about someone you've loved for years. You know what I mean. You love the essence of that person. And if you can think about the essence of you, the feeling of you beyond the thinking mind, the consciousness that you are, if you can just connect to that, now you're starting to get beyond the surface because that's what has to happen in order to actually find your unique voice. And so in order to really identify your voice and begin to get that clarity that you're seeking, you got to go back. It's all about the inner child work and getting really intimate with those stories that you have told yourself. You know, I remember whenever I was studying neuroscience and I continue to do so today, one fact that I learned just totally blew my own mind. I was like, oh my gosh, people need to know this. <laughs> and which is one reason I'm so passionate about science because the more we know about ourselves, the more empowered we are to live a life that is ours. So when I used to think about a memory, I would imagine it kind of like a filing cabinet. Let's say I'm looking for year 2020, woke up January 1st. So I'm going to file back in that cabinet, pull that out. Here's a specific memory. Maybe it's when Devin and I got married. Okay. That's back 2015. I'm filing in that cabinet. I go back. I got that image. Here's exactly what happened. That's how I thought a memory was. But as I began to study and learn, I discovered that actually it's not that way at all. You see, when you experience anything, you have a neural pattern that happens within your brain. It sends endorphins, neurotransmitters, and it creates a sensation within your body that registers as a feeling. It impacts the entire experience depending on so many different things, including your subconscious mind and your conscious mind, which your subconscious mind is a record of the past and is always trying to protect you. And so many times you may perceive something one way that actually it wasn't that way. Have you ever had that in a conversation? They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe you got offended and they were like, whoa, man, I wasn't trying to offend you. That's your subconscious. It means you were triggered from the past. And if you want to know more about healing your past, I have an incredible episode, Healing the Past to Transform Your Life, and it is truly transformational. And so when you have a memory, when you think about that memory or that experience in your childhood, you are actually not experiencing it in exact detail. You are experiencing a similar assimilation of the neural pattern that is reflective to that of the actual experience. Meaning what you remember is not the details. It's not the exact point by point notes. What you experience is the feeling that you had. And so this is where so many of your beliefs about yourself and your life and the world came into form. That's why it's so important to go back. Because if you're trying to find your voice, you have to begin to identify 
where are the beliefs and opinions and perspectives that I have right now from? Are they perspectives that are actually serving me? What beliefs did you pick up along the way that weren't actually your own? And thinking about those traumatic experiences of not feeling good enough or not feeling loved or worthy or feeling like the victim, maybe there were arguments about money and this belief came up in your mind that there just isn't enough to go around. Whatever the case may be, these beliefs are stored within the subconscious mind. And they're the stories in which you tell yourself. And unless you reclaim your power, it will remain your story. Here's the most challenging thing. So most of these beliefs are stored within the subconscious mind. Therefore, they are unconscious. So you don't actually know. Sometimes it can be so challenging to notice where is it coming from? Is this a belief I have? But one thing that you can do is to begin to spend time with yourself. Because if you're not spending time with yourself, reflecting on each day, looking at this as your true life and asking yourself these deeper questions, you're never going to wake up to the truth. You know, this is a lifelong journey. It's like I shared, you know, you are going to find clarity after our conversation today. You're going to have a lot to think about, okay? But in this conversation, you're not going to have this all of a sudden, this clarity of your voice. You're going to have one layer peeled away. And the more time you are with yourself in silence, away from the noise, you are going to begin to identify things about yourself, inner beliefs that have been holding you back. And we're going to get more into that as we continue this journey together. But just know that it's not about doing this deep inner work and all of a sudden you find your voice. There's no rush to find your voice. You already are your voice. It's about coming home to yourself. It's returning to the truth that has always been within you. That is that you're loved, that you are enough. And realizing that that was a lie and that has been a part of your voice that has been echoed in your mind when you go to take bold action. And so therefore, you're not actually able to be truly authentic to who you are because you have the story that's keeping you in bondage. It's really about allowing the illusions to fall away so that you remember the truth of who you are. And so in this journey of finding your voice and being seen, you've really got to take time for yourself. And one way for me that I do this is every morning, I spend time alone. I read, I journal, I meditate. And you don't need to start with all of these things all at once. If you just sit in silence and focus on your breath for five minutes, just clearing your mind. Sometimes it doesn't feel fun. Sometimes it feels like, oh, do I have to do this? But the more that you do it, the more that you will expect and look forward to that time with yourself. You know, at the end of each day, jotting things down that, you know, I didn't show up how I wanted to here. Studies show with journaling that after about three minutes of writing, there begins to be a flow. I'm talking about pen to paper, so not typing. There begins to be a flow, almost as if someone else is writing. And so when you're writing, you're going to see that you are writing things that you didn't even know that were within you. And so it's a beautiful way to release energy and to release these old beliefs and to discover yourself. 
And so in this, my first and biggest recommendation is to go back to those stories. What's the truth? And to spend time with yourself. And in this, we've got to ask, how much noise are you surrounded by? If you think about it, like if you've ever done anything creative or fun or just like something that is your zone, you know, for me, for a long time, for 15 years, it was photography. And I still am a photographer. I don't practice it as a career at this moment, but it was a big thing for me. And I have not shut the door in terms of saying I'll never go back. Right now I'm in a season where I'm not pursuing it, but it's a huge part of who I am. And when I have that camera in my hands, Devin can tell you, I will hold that camera to my face and not take it off. I'll just be talking to the client, you know, and I'm moving, I'm grooving. I am simply being. I'm not thinking about all the things and pleasing people and am I good enough? I am just doing. I'm being. I'm being and doing all at the same time. And I am just in the moment. It's so hard for me to even think about all these other things when I'm so in the moment. And if you've ever had that, maybe it's a loving conversation or something that you're just in the moment, you are simply being. You're just being yourself. And that is really when you're in your true essence because you feel safe, you feel like you belong, and you are just in that zone. However, even after you find your voice, the biggest challenge is being true to it, okay? Because when you are in the presence of others, that's when the thinking mind comes in. That's when the analytical voice comes in. All those old triggers show up. And that's why for so many people, you'll hear things like, oh, well, if you just change your environment, that's going to help you not be triggered. That's going to help you rise to the call within. And yes, your environment is so important. Don't get me wrong. It is so important that you have an environment that is promoting the life that you're trying to create. But hear me out here. Even when you change your environment, if you haven't healed and removed those illusions of the old beliefs, the old lies, the things that have been holding you back that used to be your voice, maybe it's your voice right now and you're working to peel those layers away, even when you change the environment, you might not be triggered because you've removed those things but that issue is still there. It's still holding you back whether you realize it or not. So while changing your environment is important, realizing that it's actually your inner environment that manifests your outer environment. And so if the voice you have inside is not truly yours, and it's this echo of lack and victimhood and not being good enough and afraid to stand out, then it doesn't matter if you change your environment because that voice is still there. And so that's why it's so important to get really close to yourself, to look at this as a relationship with yourself. You know, for me, that was a huge transformational moment where I realized, oh my gosh, like this idea of coming home to myself, to manifesting a life beyond my wildest dreams is actually all about a relationship with myself. It's one of the most important, if not the most important relationship you have here in this life. What I know to be true is that financial freedom is your birthright. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done, or how much money you have in the bank. You deserve to experience all that life has to offer. And your financial freedom makes this possible. 
You see, I know this to be true because I'm living this life of freedom myself. And I've supported and witnessed hundreds of women make the same transformation in their own financial picture. And I'm here to tell you that time and time again, this possibility, it proves to be available to anyone. Abundance and prosperity allows us to live freely and to fully express our purpose. That's why I decided that it's time to put together a masterclass teaching you how to become a money magnet through the science of energetics. Believe me when I say, this is the answer you've been seeking. You'll finally understand what sets apart the 1% from the remainder of the world that struggles with money. And once you activate this pattern in your own life, you will never approach money the same again. You'll discover exactly how to show up when attracting money versus when managing money. And spoiler, the approach is very different. This is where you'll learn to have a healthy, neutral, loving relationship with money. What you'll discover in this masterclass is exactly what has allowed me to access the financial freedom I'm so blessed to experience today. And for now, it's half off. So head over right now to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet to change the course of your life forever before this training is gone. So going back to what I was saying about people being around you and how in the moment it's so easy to just be who you are and then the presence of others, for example, social media, know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's when other beliefs come in. That's when we start to project our assumptions. And what I mean by that is when you make a post or if you have a conversation with a loved one, or maybe you price your services higher than you've ever priced them, and that kind of freaks you out a little bit, you are always perceiving how they're thinking about you based on what you think about you. So if you're thinking, oh, I sound so silly, oh, that was dumb, you're going to think they think that. If you think, oh my gosh, that price is too high, no one's going to pay for that, guess what? They're going to see that you don't believe in the value of your offer. And so what the story of your life is inside, the voice within, that's what you will project out in the world. But the question we have to ask here, and really to help you become aware in those moments, especially after today, is, is it real? Like, are they actually thinking those things or are you projecting that, right? Because that's a huge block for so many people is just the fear of being seen in the first place, which we're going to get into a little bit more. And in this, I know for me, whenever I first started coaching, I wanted to please everyone. Heck, I wanted to please people in school. I remember before school, I wanted to just please my dad, okay? <laughs> like, I think we all can raise our hand and say that at some point in our lives, if not almost all of our lives, we have wanted to please people. Even now, I want to please my husband. I want to please my children. But the question is, at what point are we losing ourselves in order to please other people? And that is the question. Because when we find our voice and we're doing this inner work, I think a part of it is, okay, I want to find a voice that people like. (laughs) But you must realize that not everyone is going to like your voice, and that's okay. 
And in business, it's actually great to repel and attract. It's good to have that position in the industry to be able to stand for something that might be a little unique, that might not be as popular, because that's whenever you create something that you love. Talking about photography, going back to that, you know, one thing that I found so often is that photographers would create content and portfolios that was of the popular nature, what was trending. They were doing it because other photographers were doing it. What started to happen was they started to attract clients that actually didn't bring them joy, that weren't really fun to serve. And we really got close on this. And it's like, okay, well, you're not actually being authentic to who you are and the art that you're here to create. You are looking out there and doing what you think people are going to like. And it's creating this reality that actually isn't in alignment with who you are. And that's why it's so important to be okay with not pleasing everyone, to be okay with sharing your voice and knowing that not everyone's going to like it. But I guarantee you this, when you share your voice boldly, there are people out there that need to hear what you have to share. It's so much better to say what you know needs to be said than to leave it in the background. And you have to get real with yourself and ask, in what way are you relying on others to validate you when the only way that true validation comes is when you validate yourself? Because here's the catch on having other people validate you. You got to get it again and again. It never fills you up. It feels good for a moment. And then as soon as that moment is over, that feeling is gone. And you are then doing something else to look for more validation. There have been so many times in my personal relationships and in my business where I have seen, especially after my spiritual awakening, where everything shifted in the way that I saw myself and the world, and I no longer was so intensely attached to my identity. In fact, it felt as though I could make my identity anything I wanted because I was free. I was set free of that bondage of needing to be good enough. And I discovered this love, this peace within that was beyond understanding. It didn't matter what happened in my outer circumstance because I knew that I was eternal. I returned home to myself. But here's the thing. I have seen it want to flare its head since then. (laughs) I'm still human. I'm still in the flesh. And my brain is still going to show me things and opportunities to get validation. But I remember how wonderful it is to give myself validation. And it's something that we get to do every single day. When we look in the mirror, it's the way that we talk to ourselves. And here's the thing about the subconscious mind. I think a lot of folks out there want to get caught up in how the subconscious mind is a lot of it from our childhood, especially before the age of seven. But there's something called neuroplasticity, tuning and pruning. And every single day, every decision you make, every thought you give life to, every voice that you hear in your head and you acknowledge and you give energy to, you are rewiring your brain. And so when you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself and you say, you are so beautiful, you are so worthy, you know, you attract money effortlessly. Everyone loves your offer. People are flocking to it from all over the world. You are changing the world. You are a world changer. You're a great communicator. You know, when you speak to yourself in this way on purpose, day after day after day, when you become aware and say, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, there's that voice, okay, 
not to resist it because resistance is something that creates a bondage in itself. It's not about saying, oh no, I'm having this thought. Oh no. It's actually about saying, I see you and it's okay. It's okay. You're there. If you feel a certain way, feelings arise of sadness or shame or doubt, you know, you just say, okay, it's okay that we feel this way. It's okay. It's not about resisting it. It's about saying, you know what? Even though I feel this way, I'm going to choose a different story today. I'm not going to go along with the story that I've been saying. And every time you choose that, you reclaim your power and you are rewiring your subconscious mind. And so finding your voice is really about this beautiful journey of waking up to yourself, coming home to yourself, beyond the noise, whatever's out there on the news, whatever people say, it actually doesn't matter. We are the ones that create reality. Whether you believe it or not, it is a fact. It is true. And so each one of us play a part here. And when you are turning inward to peel away those layers, you get to discover your purpose. You get to discover what fulfills you, what brings you joy, not something you're doing just because you want to please someone else. You know, when I first started dating, you know, I would act like I liked certain music guys liked because I wanted to seem cool. Well, that was me denying myself because I didn't actually like that music. I wanted to be accepted. And so it's like, what are you doing right now in your life that's not actually true to you? What your heart is leading you into is your voice. And here's the key. When you hear that voice within, follow. Because this is also about building trust within yourself that you will show up for yourself. Because when you don't follow, you don't get to see the fruit of that seed. Because when you see the fruit, you start to see, oh, it was okay to follow that voice of love within. Oh, that was safe. That turned out to be okay. That's whenever you begin to feel trust to speak up, to be seen. You start to feel safe. And, you know, if you have this big dream, maybe it's being a speaker or something that really requires you to get a little uncomfortable. In that, when you show up for yourself, even just one time, you're building that muscle because it is a muscle. No one out there can say, I have this vision of being a speaker, but you know, I'm just not a speaker. It's not that you are a speaker or you're not a speaker. The question is one of two things. Do you have the ability to build the skill to become a speaker? And do you have the confidence to do it? And a lot of times, confidence comes with competence, which means the more that you do something, the more confident you become. That's why it's so important to start before you're ready to take action on these things, to show yourself that you are going to show up for yourself. And it is built through consistent action. Now let's talk about being seen, okay? Because finding your voice, you got to shut off the noise. You've got to go inward. You've got to peel away the layers. But once you've done this, I know for me, I'm like, okay, baby, let's do this. I'm ready to be seen. I got some stuff to share. I'm ready to rock and roll. But if you want to be seen, there are two things, and I've been mentioning them throughout our conversation, that have to be available to you, like a feeling, a knowing within, to make you show up, to take the action. And that is security and belonging. But here's the thing. You can only give that to yourself. 
Nobody's going to make you feel safe. It is a feeling that comes within. And no one is going to make you feel like you belong. Only you can do that. Now, yes, we can argue this till we're blue in the face about how certain environments make us feel safe and certain people make us feel like we belong. And yes, that may be true. But how come some people can feel safe in environments that make you feel unsafe? And that is exactly the proof you need to know that safety comes from within. One person can be on an airplane freaking out. One person can feel totally safe, sleeping like a baby, you know? We are all unique beings and our experience of reality is first found within. And so you have to, in this endeavor of being seen, whether it's in a relationship or in your business or in social media, however this looks for you, and it looks different for all of us, you have to be bold enough to hold space for yourself. What I mean by this is just simply holding space is to speak and not feel like you need to hurry up and be quiet to not feel like you're stepping on other people's toes because you're sharing. Holding space is to be bold in who you are, to know that what you're sharing is valuable and it is something that deserves to be heard. And you share, and that is holding space for yourself. Maybe it's a tough conversation in a relationship. Holding space is being bold enough to say the things that need to be said in a loving and compassionate way that honors the other person but still hold space for you. And you have to do this regardless of what others think. And in this journey that you are embarking on, that you've been on, you really have to look at your actions with curiosity, especially as something as simple as showing up on your story. For example, if you make this commitment to show up on your stories, and really I'm talking about myself, about a year ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to start building a relationship with the people on Instagram. I'm going to start, you know, I have all these ideas. And guess what? For about two weeks, I did nothing. (laughs) And I remember looking back and I'm like, what is going on? You know, like, why am I not showing up? And I had to get curious with myself. I had to ask myself, what belief is limiting this action? What is keeping me from doing it? At first, I didn't know, to be honest. It's like I told you, a lot of it's subconscious. But when I looked myself in the face, when I did the work that needed to be done, I began to see the fear. I began to see the lack of belief in myself. And so I had to work through that. And look, half of the struggle of being seen is getting out of your own way. Because like I said, you're going to think that people think what you think. (laughs) The only way for others to see you fully is for you to allow yourself to see you beyond the illusions, beyond the old stories, the old things that have been done, the old experiences. It's like washing it away and returning to the truth that you are. And I find it so funny, you know, when people begin to do this work, especially on social media, I bring it up a lot because when we talk about being seen, a lot of times it is about social media. Not always, like I said, this is many different areas of life, but in this, you know, they'll say, okay, like I've done this work. I'm ready to make this post. I'm ready to show myself. And they'll make a post and it's not exactly, but let's say one person sees, you know, it's just less than what they expected. I always will respond. And I say something along these lines of like, okay, that's great. But did you see yourself? Because that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. In a world of fear, 
people afraid to speak out in a world of lies where people are just trying to be good enough, you get to be the one that is authentic, that is real, that is raw. When people see that, they begin to say, what is different about her? How do I share like that? Because remember, what validates your value, what validates your voice is you. So when it comes to business specifically, this idea of finding your voice and being seen has everything to do with the path you select, the mission you declare, the ideal client you choose, your message, your offer, your pricing, how bold you are about shouting your offers from the rooftop. It's all about you. In your relationships, this is going to determine the person you choose to be with. Because if you are not standing and holding space for yourself and you're still in this place of having a voice that pleases others and fulfilling these old stories, you're going to end up with someone that is not actually going to help you rise into who you are here to be. And so in finding your voice, let's do a quick recap. You want to return to yourself beyond the noise. Remember the essence of who you are. Connect with the consciousness deep within, the feeling of you, not the identity, just what it feels like to be you. Give yourself space to play, to go on walks, to journal. It's not about the amount of time. It's about the quality of the time that you spend with yourself. We're all busy. I get it. But it's the time that you spend with yourself where you get to discover yourself. And you want to ask the right questions in order to heal those illusions every single time you make a different choice to say something kind and loving to yourself, to choose a path that you know is being guided by your heart. That's whenever you begin to rewire your subconscious. And guess what, baby? Before you know it, you are going to have a brand new subconscious where you don't deal with those old things anymore. They're not even something that you connect as being you. It is like waking up to the most beautiful life that you created for yourself, one that is empowering, enlightening, and joyful, full of peace and possibility, because for the first time, you begin to see yourself and you begin to see the world in a way that you never saw before, because anything is possible, and that begins to be a truth within your being. But you've got to heal those illusions. You've got to value your opinion above all others. I'm not saying to not be open to constructive criticism. Valuing your opinion above others is not about pride. It's about certainty in who you are. It's about self-love because you can honor other people and be kind to other people and still value your own opinion. And in this, it's also about continuing to listen, to follow, to act, and to remember that your safety and your belonging that feeling you need in order to feel ready to be seen, it only comes from you. All right? So remember, you don't even need to find your voice. It's about peeling away the layers that have made you forget who you really are because you are love itself. You are magnificent creation and you deserve to be here. Every desire in your heart is destined for you and your voice matters. It's how we all rise together is when we begin to value our voice and we see our oneness in it as well. It's about seeing all of it at once and being bold enough to share. When we have a world of people that are secure in who they are, 
and loving of others and bold enough at the same time to share, that's when growth happens. That's when the world heals. We can't have a world of people that are afraid to speak out, a world of people that do it in a prideful way because we need to be right. It's really about each of our individual journeys, and we only need to be right for ourselves. And in that, we can honor other people because we all are here to discover our voice. We are all here to be seen. And when we see that, we all rise together. I love you. I value you. And I am so excited to hear from you. If you have gained anything from this episode or any other episode, be sure to leave a five-star review. And would you be so kind as to leave a loving review about how you feel that your life has been touched? It would mean the world to me and it will help spread this message to others out there who are seeking to hear, well, my voice. (laughs) And so I've Thank you in advance. I love you. And I'm proud of you for doing this work. This takes boldness. This isn't like, you know, this takes guts and you've got it and you're doing it. I'm so proud of you. All right, my love, I will see you next time. Enjoy the rest of your day and let's stay in touch. I'll see you soon. My friend, I'm a believer that our inner beliefs around and our relationship with money dictates the abundance that we get to experience. It determines whether we see possibility or limitation. And it also determines whether we experience true freedom and fulfillment or if we experience hopelessness and exhaustion. The thing is, we often don't have the clarity around what it actually is that's holding us back or the shifts that need to happen to bring forth our financial freedom. Self-identification in the path to freedom is hard to discover. And if you don't feel certain of how to expand your wealth right now, and you know that there's so much more for you, listen up. There is a solution, and you don't have to go it alone. There's a path for you, and I'm here to lead you to your freedom through my brand new masterclass, Become a Money Magnet Through the Science of Energetics. I'm so excited for my previous students that have gone through this journey of healing and awakening and have already begun to manifest their wildest dreams. If you haven't worked with me before, Know that you'll learn the potent tools to identify and remove your blocks. You'll be gently guided to discover the energetics behind money so that you know exactly how to interact with it. And you'll reclaim your power to be, do, and have anything you want. This is exactly what I wish I had when I first began my business back in 2009 as a single mom broken in college, navigating through major life's transitions, traumas, setbacks, and letdowns. And I'm honored to offer a helping hand to you so that you can experience all that life has for you. Go to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet and become the money magnet that you were born to be. I'll see you there. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.